You're listening to an encore presentation of the 425 Radio Show with Nicole Mangina. Good morning, everybody. This is Nicole Mangina with Windermere Real Estate, and you are listening to the 425 Show, your place to be for all things real estate and lifestyle related here on the east side. We've got an amazing guest with us this morning, Susan Palmerwood. Thank Hello. you. Hi, how are it's you? So good to be here. I know. It's great to see you and catch up and Gosh, we met, I think, a couple years ago in a marketing course that we took together. Yeah, a long time ago. So I know, yeah. and it's been so fun to see everything evolve. And oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. On this beautiful, sunny third, it's the 3rd of July, the 4th is tomorrow. Um, and I can. I think everybody is taking off today, I don't think, because the traffic, I got here in lots of time. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. I love days like that. <laughs> and it's sunny today, which maybe that bodes well for tomorrow and actually having a nice Weather 4th of July? No, we're not used to having nice weather until the 5th. So when I woke up this morning and the sun was out, it was, it was a good sign. I know. Yeah. All is right with the world when yes. the sun's out. Yes. So Susan, tell us about what you do. Well, um, I'm an empowerment coach. Okay. And Love I it. do these mind-blowing transformational breakthrough processes where in a matter of hours, um, it, it allows you to... Let go of unresolved negative emotions and limiting beliefs okay. that are really preventing you from stepping into your the most empowered you you could be. It's like I love you it. know, have you ever like felt like you have the foot on your brake, you know, on the brake, yes. like, okay, I'm gonna do this. No, I'm not. And it's kind of some self-sabotage uh-huh. and some stories that are playing in your head, like who am I, or I'm not good enough, or I'm not smart enough. And so we just blow that out in, in hours. And then through focused one-on-one coaching, uh-huh. then really you develop the goals and the visions and the strategies to stay focused so that you can be, do, and have what makes your soul sing. Well, that sounds pretty amazing. It Who is doesn't so want amazing? that? I know. And I love, I just, I love supporting people like that. That's awesome. How did you get into this? Well, um, that's a funny story. So I um, spent... A couple decades in the corporate arena. Okay. And um, then I went and I got my certificate for integrative nutrition. Got it. And that was back in 2011. And then I I couldn't do both. I couldn't raise kids, you know, teenagers and do coaching and rock the corporate world. And so I gave up coaching. Yeah. And slowly my health started deteriorating. Oh, interesting. And so I completely burned out of corporate. Got it. I took some time off. Then I went right back into work, and then I started to burn out again. My son went to college. I exhaled, and I said, you know what? I don't know what I'm going to do next, but it's not this. Right. So I went to Bali for a, cu- a couple of weeks. Oh. Yeah, and All that right. was really nice. fun. And I did some healing because I was still trying to recover my health. Uh-huh. And what was really interesting is one of the people that I saw, I was having some digestive problems because adrenal fatigue and burnout really can destroy your gut Mm -hmm. and your digestive system. And they said, you know, there's nothing wrong with you. And I thought, who are you? Let me tell you about the suitcase of supplements (laughs) that I have and all the problems I was very attached to, the problem. (laughs) Have you met me? Like, hello. And, you know, I used to joke because here I am a health coach. I'm the sickest person that I know, which didn't make any sense. Right. And so when I came back, that stuck in my head. And I was cleaning off my bookshelf, trying to figure out what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And this old workbook fell on the floor and I opened it up and it said, sign up for NLP January 2009. Okay. And I'm like, oh, okay. 
And so I just signed up to take this workshop because I love NLP. Okay. And I knew I loved NLP. We talked about right. Tony Robbins. Yes. And so NLP stands for what? Neurolinguistic programming. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. And that's and Tony Robbins uses that a Tony lot Ro- in yes. his programs, right? Yeah. Okay. I know I've heard of it through Tony Robbins. Yeah. So it's good. It's, it's really it's about it's based on what successful people do, the strategies of what successful people Got do. It. Okay. And it's, so it's the successful communication with yourself and other people. Okay. Because we're constantly talking to ourselves. We constantly have pictures of what things mean in our heads. And when we yes. shift it, our whole world changes. So I took this certification program, fell in love, was on the edge of my seat the entire time, said, this is it. This is what I have to do. Then I took master practitioner training. Okay. And the rest is history. I fell in love with it. I love what I do every day. It gives me so much meaning and purpose to, um, you know, it. in this process, I healed myself. Wow. And I let go of decades of unworthiness and shame and guilt and, and all of this BS mm-hmm. because we have so much conditioning and fear. Yeah, so and it's interesting. Go. We don't realize how much that affects our daily lives right. and our decisions and how we react to things. It's, um, yeah. And that... There is another way to react to something or another way to see something, but we're so stuck in whatever our story is. Yes. Right? So it's, it's just we can't wrap our head around it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm a single mom. I I have, you know, all of these health issues. Uh, I work at Microsoft. I, you know, we, we, atta- we get so attached to our stories. Yes. And then we make meaning out of that. And so, yeah. So now I love helping people release all of that. And it's kind of like... We're looking through life, through our baggage, through our stories. Yes. And once that lets go, it's like opening up a dirty window and just seeing life in a whole new way. It's this indescribable freedom that right. people have. So that's what I do oh. and how I got there. Look at you. Yeah. Happy all day long, making people feel better about themselves. Yeah, it's good. And I'm still human. I still have my own crap that comes up. The cool thing is I don't stay stuck there like I used to. Yeah, you to. notice it and then yeah. you do something about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's fascinating. So I've got that with uh, a friend of mine right now. There's something that's really bothering them, and mm-hmm. I keep trying to throw in, well, well, maybe if you looked at it this way, and yeah. they're not, yeah, they're, they're not there yet, but that's yeah. okay. Well, and it's interesting because have you ever been told, like, when you're stressed out or upset, and people are like, calm down or don't stress no, or breathe, and you're like, punch them. <laughs> yeah, so it's people have to be. That's the other lesson that I learned, and with coaching is, you know, it's not a, a prescribed thing. And so it's kind of like showing up today, whatever you want to talk about, let's talk about. So when yeah. I show up for coaching, it's I'm holding space and it's what's going on with you. And let's keep you focused to go after that vision for your life that, that you really want. Yeah. And, but people have to be ready. Totally. They have to be willing to let it go. They have to be sure. willing to see it differently. And, you know, and that's, that's a big lesson that I had to learn. I can't want it more than. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Huge. Right. Um, I, yes, I run into that a lot. I work with a lot of agents, and it's you can't want success for somebody else more than they want it right. for themselves. Yeah, even though you want to shake them sometimes. I know, because it's funny, because <laughs> what they say and what they do don't match. I really right. want all the success. Mm, I saw you playing Fortnite at 2 a.m. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and That's like, what my kids are doing right now. Not at 2 a.m., but yeah. anyway. <laughs> yeah, I know. For, I just saw the thing that my son had the updated Fortnite. I'm like, okay, I know what he's doing at Wazoo. Yeah. So. <laughs> There's a time and a place for that, too. Exactly. Downtime is good. <laughs> it is. That is awesome. Well, and we were talking about it before the show started. Sometimes it's the littlest things, too. I recently had read that um, everything happens for you. Nothing happens to you. Yeah. And so I think sometimes as well, it's, you know, because we hear the same thing over and over again. But there's that one day when it actually gets in. Right. Yeah. You go, oh, now I get it. Yeah. Or you're ready to hear it or ready to yeah. do something about it. And 
the other day when I heard it, it was like that light bulb moment. Probably was not the first time I heard it, but right. I thought, oh, everything happens for me. for me. So that's been my little mantra yeah. right now, especially, you know, the real estate market's busy. The kids just got out of school. I will be the first to admit I have a ton of mommy guilt about, I feel like, um, you know, I'm supposed to be giving them this epic summer vacation oh, yeah. every single day. Yeah. Right. And I'm a failure because I have to go to work. And then I realize, uh, I buy really nice stuff when I go to work. And my mom, who actually was a stay at home mom, just sent me out the door. Right. It's not like she was out providing me epic, you know, and yeah. I had a great summer and it was awesome, but yeah. I wasn't reliant on my mom to provide that for me. So it's, yeah. it's okay that the boys have to figure it out. And it's okay to be bored out of your mind by the time August yeah. rolls around and be ready to go back to school. Yeah. You know, that's so funny. So a, a, a couple of Things that you said, you know, my son went through the same thing. He really wanted this thing. He he decided, and I'm like, huh, how are you going to do that? Uh-huh. And sure enough, he figured it out. Yeah. So when I step out of the way and yes. don't provide for him and figure it out and solve uh-huh. it, he's so resourceful. Yeah. You know, and so I just have to remember to not problem solve. Like, you know, kids need to figure it out. And I had the same mom guilt when I was yeah. working all the time. And yet it allowed me to provide for them the life that I wanted them to have. So I totally get that. Absolutely. Yeah. In fact, it's funny sometimes when you let them figure it out. Our youngest son, Ryan, wanted to spray paint his um, Nerf guns one day. Like, babe, I can't take you up there. Like, you know, I'm working at home. I can't, but I can't, I can't run you to the paint store. He goes, oh, I'll go. It's half a mile from our house. He doesn't have to, um, you know, cross any busy streets. And I'm a little more free range in the parenting than my husband. <laughs> so I'm like, he goes, I'll take my money. I'll go get paint. I'm like, okay, that, that, that works for me, yeah. right? He's got a little phone. He can call me if something. You know, we know all the neighbors between here and the paint store. So he leaves, and my husband comes home. And I'm like, oh, shoot. Because sure enough, he's like, hey, where's Ryan? <laughs> he's at the paint store. What do you mean he's at the paint store? <laughs> I, am so I, I don't know where he went. Yeah, I don't know. And then Play it sh- off for a little bit. Yeah, sure enough, like 10 minutes later, he comes walking back with a box with four cans of paint. Aww. So now my husband is... Not quite sure if he's upset that I let him go, but he's like, who sells a 10-year-old cans of paint by himself? I know. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. And Ryan says, well, the guy did ask what I was going to use it for, and I turned him Nerf guns, and apparently he thought that was okay because he sold me the paint. <laughs> Good old graffiti. <laughs> but, you know, well, yeah. <laughs> he solved it all on his own, and it was wonderful, and he oh. felt so independent, and it yeah. was a really cute moment. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Just getting, getting out of the way. And I was definitely, and my daughter, well, she laughs now, but I was super like yeah. con- wanting to control tr- control uh-huh. everything, and I was the helicopter parent while I was at work because I just wanted everything to be great and them to be safe. And she jokes because I think her one year old birthday cake was like a blueberry muffin, like no sugar, and oh, it was, oh. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and my son is four years younger, yeah. and she said, you know, you got it so much easier. <laughs> my son says, no yeah, sugar, mom, you- no screens, yeah. no nothing. Oh and yeah, like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> And then I learned, yeah. So, yeah, that's oh well. all right. Yeah, and I love what you said about life happening for you and not to yeah. you, and that perspective. I really shift. do believe that, right? There's always something good in everything. Yeah, and so. it could, you know, I, I posted on Facebook um, a couple of days ago. My dad taught me chess. Oh, okay. When I was really little, I don't remember. I don't know how to play chess, but the thing that I okay. remember is that he said, if you look at the board long enough, there's always a move. Okay. And you can really apply that to life. Yes. Like if you look at a situation from different angles, mm-hmm. you get outside your head. Right. Like I love helping my clients get in the habit of grounding. And what that means is really getting into your body because in Western culture, 
particularly, we're taught to like solve it all up here. Yes. Think it all up here. You spin and ruminate and think and agonize. And then when you breathe and you just get back into your body, then you can hear your intuition. You can hear your gut and your heart that are always talking to you. Right. And that's when you can look at things, you know, a little bit differently and find some ease in situations. So that's, yeah, Yeah. so helpful. And I think people need um, help in learning how, what their intuition is and how to, I always thought it was supposed to sound, I don't know, like Ed McMahon or something. Like it's another voice that comes through, right? And you're like, oh, that's my intuition. Right. It's this totally like, Wah. I don't yeah. know what the voice is supposed to sound yeah. like. But yeah. different than my own voice. And then you realize it's not. It's <laughs> no, your own voice. It's you. Oh, it's me. <laughs> that random thought that goes through your head. And you're like, oh, I wonder if that means anything. Yeah. I And and it took me a while because for so long I was up here. Very, yes. I'm very cerebral and I would think my way through everything. Mm-hmm. I thought that's how you did it. You know, yeah. I, I did so much by the book. And and then when I threw that out, it was like, how do I want to be and got into more being yes. and then started paying attention. And I was taught, you know, when you get the inclination to go to Whole Foods and then you go, oh, I don't need to go to Whole Foods. I could just go to QFC because it's right here. It's like, yeah, but the thought came. Follow yeah. it. Yeah. You don't know who you're going to meet. You don't know totally. what's going to happen. And that's intuition. That's listening yes. to that split second thought before mm-hmm. we rationalize it. For sure. Like, Oh, I don't need to. Oh, that's a pain in the butt. I'll yeah. go next week or, yeah. you know, whatever. So, totally. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. it's, it's, it's Well, and yeah. how great that you came from the corporate world, though. Because mm-hmm. So who are your typical clients that you work with? Gosh, who's typical? Um, I'm working with someone who's 24 now at a college or actually finishing up college mm-hmm. and trying to figure out what she wants to do and she's feeling a lot of anxiety it's so you know now that i'm in my mid-40s it makes me laugh because in your 20s is when you should be the most relaxed and it's usually when you're wound the tightest i right because we put so much pressure on i remember my kids when they were getting close to graduate high school they're like i'm supposed to know what i want to do and yeah it's a major oh heck yeah um and so you know i have my logo powered by purpose because i really help people get into what you know and we also have all this pressure what's my purpose and that changes. Oh, you know what? I actually despise that. Oh. Like the whole, what's your why? What's your purpose? Yeah. Because it feels so, um, feels judgmental, quite yeah. honestly. Like if it's not big, I'm going to feed all the children of some country or I'm going to say, you know, like, yeah, needs to, sometimes my purpose is I'm going to get up and be nice to my kids and my husband and do something good for my clients and yeah. call it a day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Walk the dog and And that's why. Be happy. <laughs> And that's why I really, because I go between, you know, well, it's it's empowered and it's mindset and it's yeah. powered by purpose. What I mean by that is be you. Yeah. Because when you are being you, when you know what your values are, when you know what's important to you, mm-hmm. and then you come from that space, right. then the doing and the having flow naturally. Absolutely. So it doesn't have to be this big lofty purpose. So, right. so anyway, so I help people who are just... I, I, I love helping coaches uh-huh. and entrepreneurs who they have these these big goals and they know what they want to do and they're just not doing it. Right. They don't know why. And they've done the self-help route and they've gone to the Tony Robbins mm-hmm. and they've read the books and they keep, oh, maybe this is the solution. Maybe this will tell me what's going right. on. And it's, and it's really just kind of getting out of your own way because of the things that we learned when we were really little that we don't even know. It's the unconscious programming. Absolutely. And so when you let it go, then all of a sudden you're like, oh, of course I can do this. Oh, yeah. Of course I'm enough. Yeah. You know, and, and so um, I thought I had to have a niche and a particular type of person, but it's really the people who are ready to change yes, and ready to be empowered. And I also, you know, the oldest person that I worked with was 69. 
and it's not old. So So it's the gamut. I love it. And everyone in between, the the people who are ready and, um, yeah, ready and and willing to to really step into the wholeness of who they are. Awesome. Well, and I love that you were in corporate before you started Mm -hmm. this because I'm sure that gives you a lot of background and insight um, when you're working with people that, um, you know, just helps them kind of walk through that. So. Yeah, I you know I can't help it. Um, some of the people that I work with, there's also some business mentoring because um, uh-huh. I did operations, I did training, oh, I did awesome. so many different things. Uh-huh. So um, you know, with coaching, it's about asking questions and have because yes. the answers are in you. I'm not Always. an expert on you; yeah. you are. So it's asking the right question. Then it's also doing cool things like with NLP. You know, I help people shift their minds so that they get rid of allergies, they get rid of food addictions that are sabotaging you. Um, you can like so many yeah. things just by changing your mind. That's awesome. You know, um, can you selectively? Because so. I don't really want to give up peanut M and M's and donuts. Again, yes, it's the per, it's again. <laughs> it's, can you I have selectively give up other things? Absolutely. All right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So my husband, he loved agave nachos, and so we did oh, that really? on him. Oh, yeah. That for, is and then funny. he's like, okay, I. I I want to eat them again. And so we did we did yeah. that. But yeah, so that's it was just funny. helpful for the the, you know, sabotaging, but That's great. Well, and I should mention we're going to have all of your awesome contact information on the website after the show. So you can always go to Nicole Mangina forward slash podcast. Um, and we'll have all of Susan Palmerwood's information there if you want to reach out to her because she's totally a cuter, blonder uh, Tony Robbins with NLP, right? <laughs> And probably fewer F-bombs. Oh, my goodness. I went and saw Tony Robbins a couple years ago. Big on the F-bombs. Yeah. If you see the I Am Not Your Guru yes. Netflix. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's for some people, for me, after a while, I was like, okay, let's move on. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's 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 breaking that state. Some, you know, sometimes you need to do something to shock. When people are so attached to their story, yes. you do something to shock them out. Like, wait, what? Yes. And loosen up, you know, the yes. boundaries. Of, and I also hear you. So, yeah. And I swear, but I don't swear every yeah, other no, word. No, I swear so, too, but yeah. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, he, does, he does swear a lot. Yeah. Big fan of that word. Yeah. Anyway. So. Um, cool. So, and you live in Sammamish. Let's talk I about the 425. Do. I love the 425. So, my kids um, went to Skyline. Okay. Um, and, you know, I've been in Issaquah for a long time and Lahani. Yes. And, um, and then moved to Sammamish, which is actually, I think Lahani is Sammamish now. I think it? it is. Yeah. So well, it's like for a, a while they were Issaquah. They didn't like incorporate in. Yeah. So they were, I mean, they're in Sammamish, but they were Issaquah. They, they, I don't know. I guess they can't defect because they were Issaquah to, to begin with. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they just didn't join the party when Sammamish was incorporated. Yeah. So um, and so now I live, you know, in the Trossex area. So it's yeah. just, you know, a few blocks away. But what I, I so I grew up in California, but okay. I moved up here 38 years ago. Yeah. No, I'm not that old. 28 years ago. Yeah, 28 years ago. So uh, That's about the time I moved here, too. Really? Back when it was the, just the Sammamish Plateau and yeah. there was no Skyline or um, East, Side, or East Lake High School. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I have always loved and appreciated mm-hmm. this environment. Oh, it's beautiful. It's amazing. I mean, I, I remember driving to work, and that's when the pining started. I mean, there were so many things that led up to my burnout. Mm-hmm. And I would just, because I look, and there's mountain and trees. Right. And then there's the lake. And then there's the city, because I would commute into Redmond, yeah. and I would just be in awe. I'm like, I want to go climb that. I want to be out there. I want to be outside. And now I, my house backs up to, um, I'm kind of give, telling everyone where I live. But anyway, oh, so I love, 
And then you go down the street and no. Yeah. Um, but I I love so in between coaching, uh-huh. I could just go and I could be in the woods. Yeah. And with love my dogs. It. And then my husband and I could go paddle boarding on Beaver Lake. Yeah. And then we can go to Kirkland and uh-huh. have really good food and you know, go to Purpose. I love the the store oh, Purpose. That's a great store. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Very cool. Um, so it's got everything. It's it's got some city life. Yes. I can I can hop on the freeway. Mm-hmm. And then I can also be out in the middle of nowhere and yes. just be with nature and ground and right. yeah. So I love it. Yeah, it's you know exactly I'm not a native here either, but mm-hmm. I cannot imagine a, a better place to just live, yeah. but also a better place to raise kids. Yeah. It's just it's there's so much to do here. Yeah. It's, you know, kind of whatever you're into, you can do. It's wonderful. It's funny. You were talking about your address. I was visiting my dad this weekend who just turned 80. And so for his 80th birthday, his wife put together this amazing photo album from like his whole life. Right. But he was in the military. So there was this um, newspaper article from when he was 30. So 50 years ago. Um, and it talks about this is, these are his accomplishments and he's getting ready to ship off to Germany. But before he did that, he went and spent time with his parents' house and they listed the address. Oh, no. <laughs> I guess he did that 50 years ago. Yeah, like, we don't do that now. <laughs> no, I mean, like, here's, here's, here's where he's at if you want to yeah. stop by for dinner. Oh, that's cool. It was so funny. Yeah. No. I know even in my GPS, you know, I don't have home as my address. I'm like, in the middle of Trossex somewhere. Yeah. Just- I know it's so I, I that was something I learned recently yeah. when people, you know, in their cars, they program their home address yeah. somewhere different. It never occurred to me that yeah. like a valet or somebody yeah. could I'm like, wow, there's a lot of people putting some effort into this stuff. I know. And, and you know, and, and I, as I say that, I'm like, is that coming from a fear place? No, I thought it was a really cool tip. Yeah. You know, I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. It was nothing I had thought about before. Yeah. Like, oh, I could see That's where you smart. would do that. Or yeah. especially if you have kids. Right. You would certainly want to program. A, maybe a different address because yeah. you never know who's, yeah, I don't know. Oh, Crazy yeah. stuff. So, uh, so, and you've yeah. got dogs, you're a rescue dog mom. Oh, I me love too. That special place. Dog. So, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Do you have some special walks or hikes that you do with your dogs? Yes. So, it's really interesting. So, I'm going, I found a, a dog trainer. Okay. Um, they, she put up her flyer. So, I guess flyers still work. She put up her brochure in QFC, and I just happened to see it. And I, I love my dogs are so amazing that I would love to take them into like group homes or, um, you know, children's hospital and things like that. Oh, sure. They, they love to lick you and are, they are not trained. Yeah. At all. And um, they also are leash aggressive. So around oh. other dogs, they like I like cross the street because oh. they will like bark and sound vicious and it's so embarrassing because they're such sweet dogs. Oh, so yeah. the hikes that I do, um, I I go. Up and down Trossix. But I go, um, ye- yesterday we did Yellow Lake, which is oh, in Klahani. Okay. And um, that was one of my favorite, favorite places. Um, Good to know. Just lots of trees. It's a mile and a quarter around. It's okay. great for running. And the shine, the, the sun goes through the leaves. And it's oh, this bright green, nice. electric green. It's my favorite. And Beautiful. then Soaring Eagle is 13 miles. Okay. Of, um, wow. Yeah, That's mountain biking. But it's, and it's all over. And so I could just go any as shorter as long as I want oh I love it and so it's it's so close and that's my very favorite so I do that as cool. often as possible that's awesome yeah very nice and, uh, of course there's rattlesnake yeah you know ledge and there's poo poo point and do you take your dogs up to rattlesnake no. yeah no I mean it's great but it's it's pretty crowded and yeah. the trail's pretty narrow yeah no so I love doing the hike <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> our youngest son the first time we hiked it I mean he's like six at the time right so wasn't trying to be um 
freak anybody out, but he gets to, it's called Rattlesnake Ridge. So he gets to, you know, you get to the yeah. top and there's that big kind of crevice in the rock. Yeah. And there's this gal sitting there eating lunch. And so our son goes, hey, is that where the rattlesnakes are? Because ah. <laughs> he's six and in his mind, there's, we're at Rattlesnake Ridge. There should be rattlesnakes, right? Where are the rattlesnakes? And he mom? doesn't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. He's just, where's the rattlesnakes? And this gal, she, I think she's probably never made it that fast down the mountain before. She looked at us and we tried to do the, ha ha, just kidding. And she was having none of it. She was out of there. That's so funny. Yeah. And then, like, why do they call it poo-poo point? What is that about? Yeah, I, who knows, right? But it's the train, and it, and it would make that poo-poo sound, apparently. So, Oh, is that know. what it is? Yeah. I'm, like, thinking Hawaiian appetizers, and how did they work that into uh, hiking in the Northwest? Yeah. That was another one I did with my kids. It's, like, eight miles, right? It's That's a, a long it's hike. It's a long one. So I took them on the hike, and they were whining, and it cost, essentially it cost me three donuts. To get them like up and down, and but then when we got up, they could see all the paragliders, so that was super cool. Until they realized that the paragliders drove up, and there was, a <laughs> and we could have just driven there to watch it. We didn't have to actually hike, so that's where the third donut came in. <laughs> oh my gosh! So for me, it has to be a holiday like my birthday or Mother's uh-huh. Day, and that, and then my kids will go up. Yeah, you know? but otherwise, yeah, they want nothing to do with it. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> Yeah, so you you talked about food. Do you have a favorite place on the east side? Um, yeah, I love Italian food. Mm. It's my all-time favorite. So Cancinetta, mm-hmm. uh, downtown Bellevue is one of my favorites. Mm. No, yes, love it. It's one Good. of our favorite like family kind of restaurants and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, I like Carmine's too. I know that Montalcino or Montalcino, I think, is in Issaquah, supposed to be good Italian food. Oh, okay. Um, oh, yeah. There's one that's on Front Street. Yeah. It's a I think little. That's it. Is that it? Yeah. I think so. I've it's heard fantastic. I'm gluten free. And oh, God um, bless you. good for yeah. you. I probably should be, but <laughs> I am every day until like noon and then that, I fall off the wagon. So good. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, you get, I just got to a certain point where it's like, is it worth how bad I feel afterwards? No, but it took me a while to get there. Yeah. And they bring out the hot bread and you it's know. really good. So, oh. where do you go for dinner? Oh, um, I really like, what do I like? Um, we go to Agave quite a bit because oh, it's yeah. so close. close right? Yeah. yeah um, big Fish, mm-hmm. um, Cactus. Love Cactus. Oh, my gosh, We have one downtown right? Kirkland. That's so the one we go to a lot. Especially this time of year, we'll, we can walk down there. Yeah. It's great. And they have a really, close. yeah, nice. they have a really good gluten-free menu. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. It's fantastic. Cool. I love talking food. I, right? <laughs> even, even with my restrictions, I, I love food. You know what? It's funny. So I have done um, cleanse diets before. I'm gluten-free and sugar. There's still amazing food out there. And I restaurants, know. especially here, are more than happy to accommodate you. I've had way. some amazing dinners out, um, you know, on restricted diets. And yeah. the chefs are always great. So yes. awesome. Thanks so much, Susan. It was great to have you here. Yes. Take care.